The unsurpassed, profound, subtle, and wonderful Dharma in a hundred thousand million aeons is difficult to encounter. Now that I've come to receive and maintain it within my sight and hearing, I vow to fathom the thus come one's true and actual meaning. All Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, Venerable Six Patriarch, Venerable Shenhua, or Guna Advisors on the Tofu. Tufo Pusa, Liu Zhu, Shifu, Shangren, Gawei, Shantrishu, Ami Tofu. Chư Phật Bồ Tát, Kinh Thừa Lục Tổ, Hòa Thượng Tiền Hóa, Chư Vị Thiện Tri Thức, A Di Đạ Phật. All right. Um, welcome to our lecture uh, of the Vajra Sutra. Today is the uh, 12th of August 2012. We are lecturing, continuing our lecture on the Vajra Sutra in Rosemead, California. Uh, today, we also like to welcome uh, some new um, uh, visitors to our small temple. Uh, it is indeed very auspicious that we are able to get together and discuss the sutra. Uh, the sutra, sutra is is, uh, is Sanskrit that stands for teaching from the Buddha's mouth, teaching from the Buddha. And uh, the uh, Buddhists uh, investigate the sutras in order to understand uh, about more about Buddhism. Uh, and this particular sutra is a Vasha sutra. Vasha is another Sanskrit name 
It stands for the most uh, durable, it's the hardest substance. It sometimes is translated into English as diamond, which is incorrect. Because diamond is certainly not the hardest substance in the universe. Vajra is. Okay? Vajra is the kind of substance that the Buddhist, uh, if you will, technology will enable you to, uh, to, uh, uh, create and, uh, uh, and, uh, realize through, uh, the Buddhist practice. And with this kind of substance, this Vajra substance is so hard that it's in, it is indestructible. So, for example, in the Buddhist practices, they have many practices that, uh, that uh, involve using the Vajra technology in the form of weapons. If you can form such a substance, you will. You can create, turn the substance into a form of weapon. And you wield a weapon and use it against your enemies or your opponents. Certainly you have a superior weapon, and therefore you have better chance of winning in these contests. So for example, in the tantric technology that you many of you have been exposed to, Tibetan, you know, have you, you've been exposed to Tibetan people, right? The Tibetan people, they are, they, they're mantras. They use a mantra technology. They use many of these mantras to, uh, uh, to command ghosts and spirits. And, and also, they also, uh, their, uh, the Buddhist, Buddhist, uh, the methodologies to, um, hone these Vajra weapons. So, the Bud- Buddhist tantric practices, I don't know if you've ever been exposed to such practices, texts, because texts, is uh he's been here coming here every single weekend for the last uh, three years from Van Nuys okay. um, consistently, uh, which is very remarkable. He's uh, came to us because he was interested in the Buddhist tantric practices, and uh, I'm not sure you've been exposed to it. The Tibetans and many Buddhist practices uh, work on these Vasha weapons, and that's why they're begin invincible when they go into fights. Uh, They usually win. Uh, It depends on the the quality of the weapon that you wield, you know. Um, uh, Yes? yeah, uh, that's why there there's some secret practices that they are very uh, that very advanced in Buddhism that uh, most people don't know about, and uh, and uh, it is uh, for the the very privileged, the elite people who are aware of it and they practice it. For example, my teacher, Rinpo Shenhua, who founded the city of ten thousand Buddhas, uh, they up north. Uh, you know, some of you may have heard of it. Um, in fact, Thomas just came back from that place, Syria, 10,000 Buddhas. Uh, so he, he taught us the uh, technology called, the uh, tantric technology called the 42 hands and eyes. And uh, that among which it has many Vajra weaponries. So that's what they use to, um, to, uh, to uh, compete against the opponents.
So this is uh, just like everything else. For example, uh, in the uh, in the human realm, where you know, you England or the U.S. or France need to go and colonize a certain place, need to send out the the army, the armed forces, right? So they need to send along the tanks and the airplanes and the cruisers and the uh, uh, the navy and so on. Same thing in, in, in Buddhism or the other faith. When they need to go and do things and, and defend the territories, they need to have weaponry. No different than anyone else. So they have these uh, tantric practices that Mashrinwa, my, my teacher, my late teacher, he taught us in our lineage the 42 hands and eyes uh, uh, tantric dharma, which is a lot, have a lot of tantras. And we, we, we hold these weapons. Okay? And and uh, that's what we use to defend our, for example, our way places uh, against uh, the unwanted elements. And um, so that's one that is um, a, a kind of uh, practices that uh, that is um, uh, for the uh, the inner circle people, you know, because we 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 have uh, we have uh, those needs. Uh, that's why the general people don't are not aware of it. So, for example, going back to this sutra, and by the way, that the technology, the forward to hands and eyes, uh, it has virtual weaponries and stuff like that. It's not uh, the most uh, powerful one. The most powerful one is uh, based is something else that uh, that we were transmitted. So, many many different kinds of practices. Oh, yeah, well, that's what I want. Hmm? That's what I want. Uh, even fun. us who have, who have the privilege to learn this uh, hands and eyes technology do not have enough blessings to learn about the other technology. Uh, it's about blessings. You know, you you learn these things, these knowledge, because you have enough blessings. Really, the bottom line is that you're rich enough to have access to that, like a private club. Okay, that. Uh, like in Japan, you go to a golf course, uh, you pay a membership of a few hundred thousand dollars for a membership, golf membership. It's an, it's an exclusive club. You must have, you must be able to afford it. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, what is, what about this Vajra Sutra? Why is it called Vajra Sutra? Vajra Sutra, in this Sutra here, the Buddha explains, uh, how you can uh, uh, let go, how to shed, okay? And that's how, by the way, that is the secret of working at this Vajra substance, this Vajra technology, okay? is perfected by learning to let go. Okay, that is the the substance behind the sutra. Okay, uh, so in this particular sutra, the Buddha explains uh, to his to his pupil, Venerable Shubhuti. Shubhuti uh, is uh, an arhat. That's uh, we're talking about arhat here. Arhat is a high-level sage in Buddhism. In Buddhism, when you practice, uh, you practice Buddhism 
Buddhism is very, very precise. It says, in your practice, the gradations of attainment. And one significant level of attainment is an ahat. You become an ahat. That is when you begin to have what is called transcendental wisdom. What is transcendental wisdom? Transcendental wisdom is the special knowledge that sages have that we uh, don't. Meaning that they know things and that we don't. In particular, they are not as confused as we are. They are happier than we are. The lack of confusion is translated into happiness. Really. Okay, bottom line. Okay? So, Buddhism is not anything that is uh, theoretical or, or too abstract. Actually, Buddhism is, uh, uh, the purpose of Buddhism for us to teach Buddhism, especially the Mahayana Buddhism, which is the great vehicle Buddhism, which is, uh, the, uh, all of the principles of Buddhism are contained within Mahayana. Uh, uh, and, uh, so when we teach Mahayana Buddhism, it's, uh, for the express purpose of helping everyone lead a better life. And, uh, um, and, uh, attain the, the ultimate, the ultimate knowledge, the ultimate wisdom. Okay? That of a Buddha. Okay? And, uh, so, Mahayana, uh, contrary to a lot of people's, um, have been saying, Mahayana is very, very optimistic. Mahayana says that, um, uh, you should not sell yourself short. You are a very special individual. You, too, have the Buddha nature. And you should not settle for anything less. If people tell you, you do this, do that, because you want to, uh, to, to, to attain this, and in, in Mahayana, we're saying that the ultimate accomplishment you can do, you can have, is to become a Buddha. It's nothing more noble, it's nothing more worthwhile, it's nothing more rewarding, it's nothing more beneficial than becoming a Buddha. Okay? Because when you become a Buddha, this is the ultimate, ultimate achievement that we can all have. Okay? And what the Buddha is saying is because um, he himself used to be like us, humans. He was a man. He was a prince. And he, he, um, he cultivated and he searched around for a teacher to find a way to uh, uh, end his suffering. He felt that he was not happy. He felt that there's, there's, uh, uh, um, there is this, uh, inherent, uh, suffering that is, we all have, have to face. What is it? He realized that we all are suffering a slow death. We can't avoid it. Okay? So, uh, so he says, being a king, 
I'm destined to become, I'm a crown prince, destined to become a queen, a king, a king of a powerful king, uh, in, on this, on this earth. What's the point in becoming a king the rest of my life when ultimately I have to face the ultimate suffering, death? I can't put an end to death. So, because of that, then you may say, a text, for example, in Chinese culture, uh, a lot of Chinese emperors spend a lot of fortune, spend a fortune on sending his people to research the pill of immortality. You see? <laughs> this is how the emperors of old realized that if, if, you know, if I have all everything in my power, then let me get something that will help me preserve my power, preserve my, 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 sister, my good life. So they spend they send people all over the, 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 the empire uh, looking for the answer, looking for a way to live forever so that they continue to enjoy their blessings as an emperor. And unfortunately, they could find no answer, just no immortality. And that's a, that's a, uh, that's a digression, a diversion, to so remind you that uh, that kind of thinking is not nothing new because the Buddha, when he was in the world 3,000 years ago as a crown prince, he realized that, he realized that I am about to become a king, a powerful king, and yet I cannot avoid the ultimate suffering, death. Okay? I cannot avoid the fact that my body is decaying right now. I'm suffering a slow death. Okay? And he was depressed, like many of us today. Many of us also suffer manic depression. One day we feel depressed, and the next day we feel we are Jesus. Anyway, so he, he was, uh, wasn't, wasn't happy with, uh, with, uh, uh, with uh, that, that, uh, the prospect of dying and realizing no matter what he does, even no matter how, how enjoyable life could be, ultimately he was happy. To, to die and suffer that that uh, that fate, so he looked around for an answer to put an end to that suffering, that ultimate death. Okay, that that, uh, that uh, continual decay of the human existence. Okay, and he saw that as a uh, biggest challenge in life, if you would think about that. That's the kind of wisdom the Buddha used to have. You see, when I was growing up, my challenge was, uh, besides uh, getting my hormones under control, uh, to earn a living, okay, <laughs> and make a fortune. And then after I make a fortune, then maybe, maybe, I do charity work and make myself feel better about my existence. That's about the extent of my, my wisdom, the wisdom I had, okay? Uh, the Buddha... He was a crown prince who received the best education of, uh, of the world, and he realized he chose a bigger, pro a bigger problem to solve. That is, the biggest, biggest challenge there is to human existence that's common not only to himself, but to all of us. That's the kind of wisdom he has. That's the kind of insight, foresight he has. He's a very special man. And yet, we're always smart. He could not find the answer to it. He could not find the answer at all. After searching out and finding and studying under the best teachers in the world and uh, undertaking 
what is known back then as ascetic practices, which is the ultimate practice to uh, to find a solution, okay, to all suffering. Because back then, people were telling each other, no one found a solution yet. And the only way that we all know of, that everyone agreed with, they, that no one ever could succeed, is ascetic practices. So he practices for six years, okay, eating one grain of rice and one grain of uh, yimai, yimai, of, um, it's not corn, I can tell you that. Sesame seed. Sesame seed, thank you. Yeah. Something like that. So he starved himself to death. Every day, can you imagine eating one grain of rice and one grain of, uh, of uh, uh, wheat, not sesame seed? Okay, it's more nutritious than sesame seed. And, uh, and for six years, so he became uh, skin and bones. He did die. Most people would die. Think about the extraordinary strength of this man. He didn't die. When you eat one meal of grain of rice, a grain of rice and grain of wheat, kimbe, you don't have a lot of energy. Can you imagine? There's no sugar, there's no salt, there's no oil, there's no MSG for us Chinese. We, we hooked on MSG, if you don't know. Um, for the Vietnamese, it's a nook mum, okay, the, the fish sauce. Uh, for us, uh, for some of you are Koreans, uh, it's a kimchi, I think. Um, never mind, I'm, I'm digressing. Yeah. So, so if you, the diet he went through is pretty extreme, but you have to, you have to recognize the fact that you may not believe it or not, but, you may not believe it, but the fact that he could subsist on so much, so little nutrition, Shows you, shows you that his extraordinary level of, of, uh, self-control, of, of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, his skill level is pretty high, okay? And still, after six years of, of abusing his body, of uh, punishing his body, of torturing his body, he realized that he's getting nowhere near to finding a solution, so he gave up. And what did he do? He started to meditate. He started to, the first thing he did is what? He ate uh, a bowl of gruel uh, made of rice and milk. And he re- recovered his strength. Okay. And what did he do after he recovered his strength? The message here is that you need to have balance in your life. See, I'm telling you the story about the story of the life of Buddha because uh, I have a lot of new uh, visitors here today. I want to break you in and help you understand, give you some perspective where Buddhism, uh, where how Buddhism came about. And so the message Buddha, the Buddha began to tell us is that in order to get to your goal, which he did, you must have balance in your life. You must be able to maintain balance in your life. Because if you lead an unbalanced life, imbalanced life, you will not be able to make it very far. So the Buddha went to the extreme of, extreme of, of self-indulgence. As a crown prince, he could afford everything he wanted. He got everything he wanted. The girls, the drinks, the bulls, and the, and the chariots, and the horses. 
back then the princes love horses and you don't believe it or not they love horses okay they think it's like it's the most beautiful things on earth and and so he had all these things he could indulge himself in and then he went to the extreme of self self deprivation like one meal one meal a day of one grain of rice and one grain of wheat so you see the extreme he went through he says i went to both extremes i said this is not working either is not working so he went back to the, the middle way he says you need to have balance middle way in that concept middle way that the buddhism stands for is a concept of balance it's not the middle it's about balance okay and that's how i explain the middle way there's no middle it's only balance okay my interpretation of middle way is balance so he went back to eating normally so that's the first message roberta you must have maintained balance in our existence okay in order to get to our goal okay so far so good then what else did he do yes in why do you why you keep on scratching your nose and it make me think like you you want to ask you want to answer me i was so happy <laughs> yeah yeah meditation meditation folks that's 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 the second thing that he did he ate one meal a day he ate that that uh, bowl of rice gruel made up uh, of uh, of rice and milk okay and he recovered his strength after all these years of self-punishment self-torture and then he went to a, a tree by a river and sat down and meditated he says i will meditate until i understand okay that is such a powerful powerful lesson right there number one you have to have balance in your life maintain balance in your life have a proper nutrition okay and number two you have to take care of your brains your wisdom life okay so he sat down and meditated so that's why the rest of us that's why in you know the in buddhism meditation meditation school through the chinese system of buddhism is one of the major major practices that uh the uh, buddhists uh, take very ser- seriously they learn to meditate so they have these uh, meditation things uh, techniques and, and methodology that they they, they teach and they, and, and they share with, with others okay so in the, the buddha meditated for uh, uh and he says he sat down and says i will sit here i will not get up until i understand so he meditated meditated and uh, one day he became enlightened okay so that's the process the process of meditation will enable us to uh comprehend okay and after he became enlightened became a buddha he started teaching he spent uh he first taught about buddhism the, the basic principles of buddhism and then he graduated 
as people understand about the basics, the foundation, it built gradually. And to this, the, 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 the um, uh, third, uh, no, the fourth stage of his uh, teaching career, the fourth period is called the Prasnya period. Prasnya is Sanskrit for, uh, for uh, ultimate wisdom, the Buddha's wisdom. So during this Prasnya period of 22 years, the Buddha explained about Prasnya, the Prasnya uh, knowledge. And the Prasnya knowledge is condensed. All the 22 years is condensed in this sutra called the Vasha Sutra. So this Vasha Sutra contains all the Buddha's wisdom on how to become a Buddha. So this is why this is one of uh, the very revered sutras in Buddhism because uh, uh, it is, uh, rumor has it, we tell each other that you cannot become a Buddha unless you understand this Vajra teaching, this uh, Prasnya teaching. See, if you understand Prasnya and practice Prasnya, you will accomplish the Vajra technology. Alright? So that's where, that's why we, we are investigating this, 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 uh, this Vajra, uh, this Vajra Sutra. In fact, this Vajra Sutra is the, uh, one of the major, major sutras in the meditation school, the Chan school of Chinese Buddhism. Uh, uh, the, when, uh, 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 the, some of the uh, Chan school, the Chan meditation school patriarchs, uh, advocate that you should recite this Vajra Sutra. Okay. Just keep reciting it as a form of the practice, a meditation practice. Alright. Any questions? Thank you. Any questions today? Okay, very good. That's the background information about Buddhism. And if uh, you have any questions in our lecture, feel free to ask questions. The things that bother you, things that are not clear to you. Um, our lectures are wide open. Uh, it's, uh, if you have any questions or anything that you like to understand, you need clarification, you want some clarification, we'll be glad to offer all of you uh, at any time during lecture uh, our limited understanding, our, our... So if you, you don't understand, we tell you we don't understand. Right? Can, all right? All right. So at this stage of the Vasha Sutra, yeah, well, the Buddha started explaining about um, a state, a stage or accomplishment called Ahatship. Ahat, we are on slide 273. Ahat is um, a Sanskrit term that um, has multiple meanings. It has three meanings. Number one, it means worthy of offering. Okay. Number two, it means killer of thieves. Number four, uh, num number three is without birth. Okay. Uh, also, we also have another quirk. That is, we like to translate into different languages uh, so that other people who are not fluent in English can also understand. So let me, I, since I gave you some initial explanation in English about uh, Buddhism, give you some perspective about where Mahayana Buddhism comes in. 
a stance or what is sutra stance. Let me, since I start explaining the sutra here, uh, allow me uh, uh, time so that I can translate my explanation into Vietnamese. Okay. Uh, part of the, the learning process in Buddhism uh, uh, is to develop patience. We patiently wait. All right. À, à, có ngày này có một cái nhóm người mới vào thành ra thầy bỏ một thời giờ nói tiếng Anh cho họ biết giảng họ biết uh, một cái đại khái một cái uh, một tí về uh, về Phật giáo tại sao Phật giáo nó hiện ra và dẫn nghĩa thì tại sao cái kinh kim cương này nó quan trọng cái tầm quan trọng kinh kim, kim cương này kim cang này trong khi trong cái giáo lý đại thừa à, thì giảng uh, cho đại khái cho mọi người biết rằng khi cái kim cang là quan trọng tại vì kim cang kim kim cang này là cái kinh mà nó tóm tắt lại tất cả cái giáo lý của bác nhã mà đức phật đã bỏ 22 năm ra để mà dạy cho cho chúng sanh thì nó được tóm tắt lại trong một cái kinh này thôi thành ra kinh kim cang này rất là quan trọng cái thời bác nhã cái thời thứ tư mà đức phật dạy về giáo lý phật giáo mà quý vị mà nếu muốn thành phật muốn thành bồ tát thì phải hiểu cái giáo lý bát nhã cái thành bát nhã nó rất quan trọng và tất cả cái giáo lý này nó được tóm tắt trong cái kinh này thành kinh kim cang này kinh rất là rất là quan trọng trong phật giáo thì tới kinh kim cang dân dạng cái phần kinh kim cang là cái cái kinh mà giảng để mà để mà, 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 mà hoàn tất một cái một cái chất tên là kim cang kim cang là cái chất mà nó cứng nhất trong cái vũ trụ này à, mà chúng ta nên luyện cái kinh cái, cái cái chất kim cang này bằng cách à, xả okay. thì đơn giản tới cái phần kinh à, trong kinh là phật giảng chúng ta nên nên xả à, cái xả hoài xả hoài thành thành sẽ luyện thành cái cái, 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 cái thể chất kim cang này Tên, đang tới dẫn là cái phần là Phật đang giảng cho chúng sanh biết là là ngài tu Bồ Đề biết là tứ quả A La Hán là sao à, đang đang là thầy trò với nhau đang bàn về cái tứ quả A La Hán tứ quả A La Hán là cái gì à, nó rất, rất rất đặc biệt là tại vì à, mình giảng kinh Kim Cang này chúng ta giảng kinh Kim Cang này à, để mà tóm tắt lại những cái lời những cái những cái những cái lời dạy của ngài Lục Tổ nữa ngày được tổ dạy rất tóm tắt vỏn vẹn cái kinh rất rất là cô động thành mình bỏ thời giờ mình giảng cái chi tiết để có ai thắc mắc gì để mà hiểu thêm về những cái lời dạy của ngài lục tổ khi mà ngài giảng cái kim cang này thì a la hán là một cái trình độ mà um, tu hành có thể đắc tới mà được gọi là thánh nhân mà tại vì họ các ngài có được cái trí huệ à, xuất thế cái bác cái a la hán có ba cái nghĩa thứ nhất là ứng cúng thứ nhì là sát tạc thứ ba là vô sinh okay. the arhat going back to english the arhat is a um, a result a cause the is a consequence of planting the proper seeds a la hán là cái quả của cái nhân the seeds in buddhism are planting the uh, fruition, the accomplishment of fruition of ahaship is to become a left-home person. Một cái phương pháp để mà trồng cái nhân để thành a la hán quả là uh, thành người xuất gia. Okay. 
you don't necessarily have this is not there are many more pathways to become arhat to become an arhat còn nhiều có nhiều cách khác để thành a la hán but the becoming a bhikshu bhikshu is it means a left home person is one of the major cause very very powerful cause uh, better quality seeds to become an arhat okay. thành tỳ kheo là một trong những cái nhân mà nó tốt nhất để mà thành a la hán quả as you become a monk or bhikshu the bhikshu's profession is actually he's a beggar he's a mendicant cái người tỳ kheo là một người cái 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 nghề của 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 ngài đó cái người tỳ kheo đó là cái nghề khất sĩ and because he goes around begging for the his the necessities of life he doesn't earn it cái người khất sĩ đó là cái người mà đi ăn xin những cái nhu cầu của mỗi ngày for example the monk or the monk uh, if he needs to eat when he's hungry he doesn't go out and uh, uh, hold a job so that he can have make money so that he can go and buy some bread or buy a meal buy big mac người khất sĩ là không phải là cái hành động của ngài mấy người các vị đó không phải là khi mà cần những yêu cầu hàng cần cần tiền để mà mua đồ ăn cần đồ ăn đó thì không đi làm việc để làm lương lấy cái lương mà mua đồ ăn à, ngược lại người khất sĩ là cái người đi xin tất cả những cái đồ mình cần đó, đều được người ta cho số ai hấp anh đi ra the monk or the deformed person uh, 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 spend time uh, begging for his necessities instead of earning for it and that's part of the buddha's uh, uh, wisdom in teaching uh, his uh, left home disciples on how to become a, a an arhat quicker đó là một cái bí mật mà đức phật dạy cái phương pháp đức phật dạy một cái bí mật đó để giúp cho những cái người đệ tử xuất gia đó thành a la hán sớm hơn please don't laugh you know there's a secret behind it all why the monks were taught to beg instead of earning a living có cái bí mật tại sao những cái người xuất gia bên Phật giáo không đi làm việc mà chỉ đi ăn xin thôi tại làm như vậy sẽ thành A-la-hán lệ hơn because if you practice the medical ways of the Buddha as the Buddha taught you can become an arhat quicker that's a secret that's the Buddha's wisdom why okay this is one of the quicker ways to become an arhat is to become a left home person okay and một cái những phương pháp mà có thể đắc a lãng quả mà sớm hơn lẹ hơn là làm người xuất gia. Okay, enough enough commercials for our kind of lifestyle. Let me move on. Shall I? So, because you become a level person, you plant the seeds, and when you cultivate these special these special practices. Trust me, there, there are secret practices that you don't know about. Nói cái vị biết. Cái những cái pháp môn mà tu hành này, cái người, người tài gia cái vị không có biết. Because we are not allowed to teach you. Okay. These are the special practices. Okay. That pertain to our world. And, and, um, and because of these special practices, eventually, okay, you accomplish, you become an ahat and you become called worthy of offerings. 
Meaning, you go through this hard road of practice as a beggar. You know, trust me. You know, it happens to a lot of people when you go around begging. People, the children laugh at you. They throw rocks at you. They spit on you. Okay, it's a lot of hardship they need to endure, need to learn, to deal with. And uh, throughout this road, and they get to the end result is they become an aha. Then, at that point in time, they are called worthy, considered worthy of offerings. Meaning that uh, uh, they deserve to receive those offerings now. Okay? They become a sage. Therefore, they, it's very beneficial for people to come and make offerings to them. That's why they call worthy offerings. Meaning, it's extremely advantageous to find ahat and make offerings to it. Extremely advantageous. Versus, you make an offering to me, it's worth uh, a whole lot. Okay? But you make an offering to an ahat, a true ahat, then your reward's so much greater. You have a, a, a bigger bang for the buck, if you will. Okay? The trick is to find that ahat. Okay? That's the trick. Okay? Okay? But... If you found one, then it is incredible. Okay, the 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 rewards are incredible. That's why he's called worthy offering. Meaning that meaning that if you know he's an ahat, go and make an offering. You will not regret it. And then remember me. Okay, that I tell you about it. <laughs> and be nice to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's why he's called worthy offering. Um, uh, secondly, the cause as a bhikshu, as a mendicant, another thing we do as left home people that we don't brag about, and now I'm sharing with you, because because only in these in these uh, conditions, circumstances, we, are we allowed to t- explain things to you. Otherwise, if we casually explain things to these kind of things, then it's like we're bragging. Okay. So, uh, so allow me to brag a little bit about our lifestyle today. Okay. This is the second, the second, uh, the second reason for becoming a, a, a monk or a beggar or a mendicant or, or a left home person is that, um, uh, the left home people are the people who take the vow, the vow to say, I will learn and devote my life to perfecting goodness. I want to be a good person. Okay? Don't get me wrong. Okay, let me translate the Vietnamese first. Thành ra, thành ra, cái nhân làm đi ăn xin như vậy là cuối cùng khi mà tu hành, làm khắc sĩ như vậy, tu hành cái pháp khắc sĩ đó, thì một cái pháp rất đặc biệt để có thành thành cái quả A-la-hán nó lẹ hơn. Khi mà thành đắc được cái quả A-la-hán, tới mục tiêu đó rồi, thì được gọi là ứng cúng. Tại lúc đó, cái người này mà, mà mà tới cúng dường như một cái vị A-la-hán đó, là cái phước đức, phước báo nó lớn không thể tưởng được. Nó cứ biển thể nào tưởng tượng được. Thành ra gặp A-la-hán, tìm được người A-la-hán mà cúng dường được. Và sau này giàu dễ sợ. Rất là rất là giàu. Ok. Cái thứ nhì, nhưng thứ nhì là à, bố ma. Ý nghĩa của cái cái tỳ kheo, à, chữ phạm tỳ kheo là bố ma. Có nghĩa là khi mà cái người mà xuất gia đó, cào đầu xuất gia đó, khoác áo người cà sa này á, thì họ tu một cái pháp 
Thì cái pháp họ là họ nguyện, họ lập cái lời nguyện, họ nói là tôi sẽ bỏ cuộc đời của tôi, công hiến cuộc đời cho tôi để trở thành một người uh, lương thiện, một người tốt, người hoàn hảo. Thành ra họ tu cái pháp, họ cố gắng để mà họ thành một người hoàn toàn tốt. Thầy nói cho rõ, không phải ai cũng, cũng hoàn toàn tốt đâu, cái người đi theo không phải ai hoàn toàn tốt đâu, như để cái mục tiêu của họ là là gạt gạt những cái xấu mà chỉ còn giữ lại cái tốt thôi cái pháp họ tu là như vậy thành cái hoài thành ra hoài họ là bố ma tại cái ma là cái là là ác à, thành ra họ sợ những người tốt thành khi mà nga từ ma mà nó nghe có người xuất gia họ rất là sợ họ nói tại trong tương lai cái người này cũng trồng cái nhân để thành người tốt thành họ rất là sợ sẽ okay. thành bởi hoài tỳ kheo có nghĩa là bố ma okay. thành người tỳ kheo là đang tu cái pháp mà khiến tụi ma nó sợ dễ sợ nó kính trọng nó sợ nó nể sợ okay so let me get this make it clear for you the bhikshu uh, or the a monk or a nun is a person who practices uh, the uh, a way a process to refine himself like uh, like um, uh, refining the gold they take out the dross All the impurities in gold, what's left is pure gold. That's what the Dharma, this is what the process, the, the methodology for the left-formed people. They, they, um, purify themselves. And in the process purification, uh, they become better and better and, uh, more perfect. When they perfect it, then they call, uh, they call the, um, killer of thieves. Okay? Uh, now, this, um, Um, this um, when you become a left-formed person because of your uh, resolve to become to go towards goodness the demons uh, hear of it and they become frightened why? because they realize that you're embarking on a journey towards goodness which is uh, will destroy their world and therefore they're very frightened that's why a left-form person is a frightener of Mara, meaning that he's frightened the demons. Demons are, are afraid of goodness. Evil, by the way, the secret of evil, about evil is that evil is deep down afraid of goodness. They respect virtue and they are scared of good people. So good people do not have to be afraid of evil, by the way. That's a call, that's a, the consequence of that. Does it make sense? Ừ. Thầy nói, nói cho quý vị biết uh, Giảng thêm một tí cho quý vị hiểu Tại sao ma, ma nó sợ, nó nể Những cái người uh, uh, khất sĩ như vậy Người, người tỳ kheo như vậy Tại vì uh, cái, 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 cái bí mật của, của, của ma quỷ đó, Là họ họ sợ cái tốt cái, Trong cái trong cái thâm, thâm tâm của họ đó, Họ thầm nghĩ họ rất sợ cái, cái, cái tốt Tại vì họ biết rằng cái tốt Nó sẽ Nó sẽ uh, chinh phục được cái ác của họ, okay. cái cực tốt đó, nó sẽ chinh phục được cái cực ác, thành họ rất cái sợ, họ rất sợ cái cái tốt và và họ 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 cái ma quỷ đó, họ kính phòng kính kính phục cái người mà có đạo đức sống đạo đức họ rất kính kính phòng kính phục thành nói ngược lại thì cái người mà tốt đó không có gì mà sợ không cần sợ ma quỷ, ok All right. So you practice the Dharma, the refining process. 
of purifying yourself, becoming more and more good, then eventually when you perfect that, you become an ahat, okay? And that, then at that time you call killer of thieves. Why? Thì khi mà cái vị tu cái pháp này, pháp người xuất gia, để mà, để mà, gạn lọc cái, 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 cái xấu xa, cái, cái, cái ô ế trong người, trong cái thân tâm mình. Thì cuối cùng khi quý vị thành tựu cái pháp này, thì quý vị sẽ được gọi là, gọi là sát tật. Giết những kẻ ẩn cấp. Tại sao? Uh, you, the thieves here, uh, uh, is refers, I'll explain it later in a, in a, in a later slide. The thieves here refers to the, uh, the fact that, uh, uh, you have a lot of afflictions, a lot of vexations, things you're unhappy. Let's face it. People are very unhappy. I noticed that modern day people, I don't care how rich you are, you're still unhappy. Okay? I don't care how poor you are, you're still unhappy. I don't care, I don't care how happy you are, you're still unhappy. Your happiness doesn't last very long. You're happy for a few minutes, for a few hours, and then you become unhappy again. Okay? So the unhappiness is rooted in the fact that you're afflicted. Okay? And we explain that, that, that a little bit later. Okay? Uh, Uh, tại sao là sát tặc sát tặc này tặc là nói về cái những cái người kẻ ăn cướp ăn cướp là ai cái ăn cướp của chúng ta thì là sự thử là cái phiền não phiền não là gì phiền não là cái mà khiến quý vị uh, cảm thấy cuộc đời mình thiếu hạnh phúc uh, thầy để ý rằng thời buổi này thời hiện người thời hiện đại này đa số đa số mọi người đều là thiếu hạnh phúc tại sao như vậy người giàu cũng thiếu hạnh phúc người nghèo cũng thiếu hạnh phúc Người già cũng thiếu hạnh phúc, người trẻ cũng thiếu hạnh phúc. Ngay cái người có hạnh phúc bây giờ đó cũng thiếu hạnh phúc. Tại sao vậy? Hạnh phúc quý vị có thể sung sướng được 5 phút, à, 5 tiếng đồng hồ, sau đó sẽ bất hạnh. À, cái, cái, cái cuộc sống nó, 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 nó thiếu hạnh phúc. Tại sao như vậy? Tại vì mình, mình thiếu hạnh phúc là tại vì mình bị phiền nào. Mình sẽ dặn tiếp phần sau. Okay. Number three. If the cause to become a left-home person or a big shoe, is uh, you are called considered to destroy evil. Cái nhân thứ ba là gọi là khi mà thành người tỳ kheo tức gọi là tân tu cái pháp là phá ác. Okay. When you destroy evil, evil is the worst, uh, the worst things. Uh, that you can imagine as evil. Then, uh, if you, you're able to keep on working on this, remember, this Vajra weapon I talked about? Okay? There's a purpose why we do all these things. We hone this Vajra weapon so that we can use it to destroy the worst evil. Does it make sense? We don't, we don't hone Vajra substance in order to put it on eBay and and uh, get the best price out of it. We don't. We use these Vajra things, the Vajra weaponry, to conquer evil, to smash evil, because evil cannot resist it. That's why they're afraid of goodness. By the way, Vajra is perfected by pure goodness. That's how Vajra comes into existence. Huh? 
phá ác là sao ác là cả những cái gì nó tồi tệ lắm thành ra phá ác là mình có một cái một có một cái một cái kỹ thuật để mà phá ác hồi nãy à, mình giảng trong tiếng anh trên sơ là cái kim cang là một cái một cái một cái chất liệu nó rất là cứng nó phá tất cả mọi mọi gì không có gì nào cứng hơn hết thành ra cái một cái những cái pháp mà tu của của bên bên phật giáo là là luyện luyện cái cái thể con là thể kim cang này thành những cái những cái vũ khí là khi vì dùng những cái vũ khí những cái chùy kim cang à, những cái uh, những cái uh, những cái búa kim cang cứ vì dùng cái búa này mà mà đánh vào những cái những cái những cái những cái mà những cái cái tuổi ma quỷ đó thì tuổi ma quỷ lâu đài của nó xe cổ xe tăng của nó mấy cái mộc của nó tụi nó cũng có những cái những cái kỹ thuật nó rất là cứng nhưng đều khi mà gặp cái những cái những cái vũ khí kim cang mà đánh vào những cái những cái những cái vũ khí của nó đó là vũ khí nó bị bể hết bị hư hết thành kim cang tụi nó sợ kim cang dễ sợ lắm thành nó thành, thành những cái vũ khí mà 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 bên phật giáo luyện ra thành kim cang rồi đánh vào tụi nó rồi tụi nó chạy nó bể bể nó chạy hết thành mới gọi là phá ác ok thành cái 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 quả của cái phá ác đó tu cái pháp phá ác đó ok ồ thầy giảng tiếng anh mà phải nói cho rõ về tiếng việt cho quý vị hiểu cái kim cang làm sao nó nó, nó cứng như vậy? nó cứng như vậy tại vì nó là cái cực tốt cái cực cốt nó phá được cái cực ác ok Tại kim cang chỉ có thể luyện thành khi một cái vị thành cực tốt thôi còn cái vị còn một tí ác trong nào đó không thể nào thành cái kim cang này rồi khi mà quý vị mà tu cái pháp này mà thành thành thành, thành pháp phá ác này thì cái quả nó gọi là là vô sanh vô sanh có nghĩa là thoát được cái tử rồi không còn sợ cái chết nữa ok Ah, this is maybe what you're looking for, for after gabbing away for an hour, I'm coming full circle. Okay, Thomas now is paying attention. He's not even sleeping at all right now, because he just came back from the city of 10,000 Buddhas, which I recommend all of you to go and pay a visit, a very special place, isn't it? It's very hot up there as well, you're not missing much. Uh, But he came back from a visit and see the 10,000 Buddhas. Apparently, he learned something good. Because every weekend when we lecture on Sunday afternoon like this, he would go, <laughs> and he would pass out. Literally, every single week. So the last few weeks, uh, he would uh, not eat lunch. He says he blames on lunch. This is, this is uh, just a us, between us girls. Okay. Uh, uh, He blames it on others for his problems. We true Buddhists don't do that. Never mind. <laughs> so he, he blames on lunch so he wouldn't eat lunch. But today, uh, because we have so many nice visitors here, so he ate a, a heavy lunch. And yet, look at him. He's still wide awake. Uh, why? Because we're talking about the aha technology. This guy is very smart. He says, That's what I want to learn. No one explains it like that. No one explains the aha technology like this way before. So I want to learn about this. So that's why he's awake. Normally he falls asleep. Okay. Normally my lecture is very, very boring. I'm telling you the truth. To him, at least. Yes. What is it? Oh. <laughs> that's our secret.
I'm not going to translate that into Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we are, we need attention to ourselves. <laughs> I need attention too. I, you know, you know, I have these many girls paying attention and I, 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 I'm wide awake myself. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, thầy giảng thêm là 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 là, là cái, uh, cái, um, cái kết quả uh, là vô sanh là tại sao cái người người a la hán uh, thoát cái vòng sanh tử rồi không còn chết không còn sợ chết cả vì cái người a la hán cái gì biết không sống bao lâu cũng được hết không còn chết muốn sống bao nhiêu cũng được hết muốn chết lúc nào cũng được hết. không còn Sợ tử thần nữa. Okay, become full circle. Because the arhat here, the cause of becoming an arhat is that you are without birth. Okay? Number three, without birth. What is without birth? Without birth really means that you can live as long as you wish. You can die anytime you want. This is the pill of impermanence, the pill of longevity. Okay? This is what the Taoists practice and, and tout the Taoist technology as immortality. But their immortality is still limited by 10,000 years, 20,000 years maximum. And there are such people, by the way, who have accomplished Taoist technology Explain the Ru Qing, because I know she's a Taoist deep down. And so the Taoist, by the way, now today you learn another thing about Taoist technology. The Taoist, they tout the technology as immortality. That's why back then, by the way, the Chinese emperors of old also studied Taoism and then trusted a lot of Taoist monks because they were promised immortality themselves if they practice and they follow them. Okay. Thành ra cái vô sanh này nó có nó liên quan tới cái 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 ý nghĩa nó là không còn sanh tử nữa có nghĩa là cái vị trường sinh trường sinh này có nghĩa là cái vị muốn sống bao nhiêu cũng được muốn chết lúc nào cũng được. Okay. Nó khác cái trường sinh của bên đào giáo Cái đào giáo cũng có cái pháp tên là pháp trường sinh Họ cũng có hiệu nghiệm nói đó. Họ tu pháp trường sinh của họ đó. Theo ông thầy của, 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 của tôi biết Dạy cho biết đó. Bên đào giáo người ta tu như vậy Ta có thể trống sống tới 10.000 năm, tới 20.000 năm Có rất nhiều người đạo sĩ Đã đạt được cái trình độ đó rồi Rất là nhiều okay. Nhưng đều họ không phải trường sinh Họ không thể sống bao uh, vô, vô tận đâu Họ sống vẫn già giới hạn như thường Họ sống lâu hơn chúng ta thôi Nhưng đều bên Phật giáo mình Khi quý vị thành A-la-hán Thì quý vị thành vô sinh Không phải là trường sinh nữa So the difference between Yes The difference between the Buddhist long life And the Taoist long life is that The Arhat technology The Arhat level They can live forever 
the Taoist level can live up to 20,000 years, something like that. Okay? You heard it from here, from me. Okay? So when you become a Taoist, okay, remember me, that I introduce you to Taoism. <laughs> the Buddhists are very embracing. If you, if that, if that's what you're looking for, a life of 20,000 years, it's easier to, to attain that than, than to become an Ahad. Frankly, really. Much easier. In, I mean, I know Ian is interested. He says, she tells herself, hmm, I wonder what kind of college books I should be reading. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If, if it's, that's what you, you're interested in doing, by all means, go for it. It's, it's, you know, you don't, you know, you have to do, you have to pursue what interests you. That's what makes life interesting, I think. So, uh, that's the, the Buddhist uh, mindset. We're very all embracing. You know, uh, uh, whatever, whatever suits you, whatever, uh, whatever makes sense to you, go for it. Okay? Find something important to do in life. That's our attitude. That's my attitude. Okay? Anyway, so the, the technology for, for the, the, uh, the long life in, 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 uh, in Buddhism is that the objective is ultimately is to be free from birth and death. That's how we, we, we consider impermanence. That is, we are no longer subject to birth and death. Okay? Uh, uh, now you're saying, now these Buddhists are, are crazy. How is it possible? Well, that's what the Buddha is, uh, the Buddhist teachings about. He said, uh, don't sell yourself short. You, too, can be like that. Okay? Thành ra, cái, cái Phật giáo là Thầy mới giới thiệu là quý vị biết về cái, 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 cái Pháp bên Đạo giáo người ta có thể sống 20 ngàn năm, 10 ngàn năm là tại vì người ta có cái phương pháp để mà tu được cái trình độ như vậy. Thành ra, quý vị hiểu cái, cái, cái tinh thần người Phật giáo là rất rất là bao dung. Nếu mà cái gì tu được cái Pháp đó thì cứ tu đi, không có sao đâu. Okay. Cái quan quan trọng là mình tìm một cái cái gì để cho cuộc đời nó có ý nghĩa, gốc nó có nó có lý. À, đừng có phí cuộc đời chúng ta. À, thì từ từ quý vị sẽ thấy là cái tu cái pháp đại giáo nó dễ hơn cái pháp Phật giáo. Pháp Phật giáo là vô sinh, đại giáo chỉ là trường sinh thôi. Phật cái đạo giáo bên Phật giáo mình là vô sinh, có nghĩa là mình không còn bị luân hồi, mình không không còn bị sanh tử. Nó khó hơn nhiều. Nó khó hơn gấp vàng, gấp, gấp trăm, gấp triệu, gấp, gấp, gấp tỷ rồi. Nhưng đều nó thành vô sinh. Ok. Routine. You understand now? Okay? Okay. The Buddhist technology is slightly better than your Taoist technology. It is much harder too. Okay. Any questions about this? Okay. I'm on, I'm gonna move on to slide 274. Okay. You realize I should spend an hour and 40 minutes talking one slide. This is why we go at, this is very fast for us. And you, in case you haven't noticed, you can't read it. We have, we are in slide 274 and we have a total of 802 slides and still counting. This is why, um, um, and this is fast for us because no one has asked a question yet today. Well, I said one question today. 
you wait until people ask questions. Sometimes we can spend two hours in our lecture, uh, uh, lecturing on two bullets. We couldn't even finish one slide. So today is very, very fast. Yeah. All right, we are on slide 74. Uh, uh, the Ahat is a killer of thieves. The thieves are affliction. Người A-la-hán, ở cái tấm 274, người A-la-hán, một cái vị mà sát tặc, sát cái tặc của phiền não. There is a level higher called Bodhisattva, có một cái trình độ mà cao hơn, gọi là trình độ của Bồ-Tát. Uh, at that level, not only does the Bodhisattva kills thieves, but he also kills which is not a thief, called ignorance. Có trình độ cao hơn là Bồ Tát, cao hơn nhiều. Thì người Bồ Tát đó cũng là sát tặc, giết những cái phiền não. Như được còn giết những cái mà không phải là phiền não. Tên gọi là vô minh. Okay. Why? Bullet number three. Uh, for ahats, the, the ignorance is not considered a thief. Because the ahat doesn't recognize that he's ignorant yet. That's why he doesn't, he's not worried about it. That's a secret. Okay? It's the reason for the fact that the Ahad is not concerned about ignorance. Because he's not aware he's ignorant. Does it make sense to you? Okay? Cái Ngài Bồ Tát đó là khác người A-la-hán. Tại sao? Cái Ngài A-la-hán đó, mặc dù có trí huệ, trí huệ rất là tuyệt vời. Nhưng điều Ngài A-la-hán không có ưu tư về cái vô minh của Ngài. Ngược lại, người Bồ Tát rất lo lắng về cái vô minh của mình. Tại sao khác biệt như vậy? Quý vị biết không? Theo theo Thầy nghĩ, cái sự khác biệt tại những người A-la-hán không biết mình vô minh thành không có sợ. Ngược lại, cái người Bồ Tát biết mình vô minh thành sợ vô minh của mình. You see, the difference between a Bodhisattva that level understanding of wisdom versus the level of understanding of, of an aha is that the bodhisattva realizes that he's afraid that he his ignorance will make him commit mistakes okay and that's why he's afraid of his ignorance he wants to get rid of his ignorance whereas the aha is not even aware that he's ignorant that's why at times many very often the aha Makes mistakes. He does not even aware he's making mistakes. That's why he's not afraid of ignorance. He's not worried about ignorance. The Bodhisattva is preoccupied with ignorance. That's why he thinks about all day long. Where am I ignorance? How do I get rid of my ignorance? Okay? Now, it's fair to put things in perspective because for ordinary people like in, like us, we're not even worried about affliction, are we? We're worried about all oh, the leg pains. I've been sitting here for an hour and ten minutes now, fifteen minutes. Why is it still hurting so much? Okay? We're afflicted. Okay? I said, is there, is this an end to this? Why? Why is it so difficult? Okay? We're afflicted. So, we are so preoccupied with our own affliction. That we don't even worry about 
about birth and death. Think about it. We're so worried about, about feeling good. So we say, birth and death, that's a bigger problem. Let me worry about it later. Okay? Now I'm worried about feeling good. Okay? Getting my feel. Okay? Going to the movie. Going to the beach on a hot day like today. And having ice cream. Sounds familiar? We're going to go with my ice cream afterwards. I guarantee you that. <laughs> I'm just like you. I'm worried about my afflictions. All right. So, so this is the difference between the uh, the bodhisattvas and uh, uh, oh, let me explain that in, in Vietnamese. Thành ra cái người Bồ Tát là khác cái người A La Hán kiểu đó. Người Bồ Tát là cái người mà sợ, đừng lo, ưu tư về cái vô minh của mình. Tại vì vì còn vô minh sẽ tạo nghiệp. Thành người A Bồ Tát sợ cái vô minh của mình. Người A La Hán uh, không có lo vô minh, tại vì chưa nhiều khi tạo nghiệp cũng không biết mình tạo nghiệp. Ok. Uh, cái khác biệt nữa là mình phải nhìn cho nó rõ ràng những cái người phàm phu chúng ta đó thì chúng ta còn còn tệ hơn nữa người a hán còn lỏ còn sợ sanh tử còn phàm phu chúng ta chỉ lo chỉ lo sung sướng thôi yeah. trời nóng thì muốn ra ngoài ra ngoài qua biển còn đi ăn cà rem mà nó muốn sung sướng chứ còn sanh tử là cái chuyện nó còn lâu dài quá mình lo sau mình tính sau ok any questions about this Okay, so the arhats, uh, even though they understand about friction, putting in affliction, but they don't understand a deeper level of friction. They all originate from ignorance. Yes, any questions? Yes. Uh, oh, I just had a question about the arhats' ability to live forever. Yes. Um, I mean, is that literally this that one physical body, or could it be that the arhat is no longer has a self, so you can't really identify? Arhat with that body, so if the body might die, but the Arhat doesn't, can't per se say that Arhat has died. It's no longer no. direct link to the body. No, no. The, the Arhats uh, can live in that same body forever. But won't, for instance, the, the entire world system is going to end. This whole world will end. Right. How could the Arhat's body survive that? Uh, they get moved to a different world when this world ends. They could. They get transferred. Yeah. Those who are supposed to die, okay, they die. Those who are not supposed to die, when this world is destroyed, they move to a different world temporarily. Okay. And then they continue there until uh, the next world is created, the world recreated again, then they, they move to back. Because If you think about the law of cause and effect, okay, which governs everything in this universe, if you're not supposed to die yet, you cannot die. You don't, you should not be dependent on the world you live in. Okay? So you simply are, you migrate. Actually, they, they, uh, uh, it's just like those, uh, those, uh, CIA operations. They, they move you to a different country. And then after they're done with you, they move you back, bring you back. Something like that. Okay? Um, so that's how it works. Um, câu hỏi là, cái người A-la-hán sống, sống, uh, sống, uh, uh, sống uh, vô tận như vậy có nghĩa là sao? Sống cái thân này là thân khác, nó sống trong cái thân này. Có nghĩa là cùng một cái thân này thôi, mà ngày sống có thể sống, sống hoài. Uh, thì câu hỏi là nếu như vậy, khi thế giới này, khi nó, nó đã bị, nó bị phá hoại đó, thì làm sao sống vô tận được? 
thầy thầy mới giảng gì cho họ cho cho ông này biết là khi mà khi mà cái thế giới này á nó bị hủy hoại á thì cái người a la hán á tứ của a la hán á được dời đi qua một cái thế giới khác tạm thời để sống ở đó rồi đến khi mà đến khi mà thế giới nào nó được à, à, hoàn thành lại được tạo lại thì họ được dời họ được dời lại thế giới này để tiếp tục sống ok cái đó là theo cái luật nhân quả tại cái luật nhân nếu mà cái nhân mà họ còn sống được cái quả họ còn sống được thì họ không cần họ không cần lệ thuộc vào cái 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 thế giới này họ được tiếp tục cái thế giới khác sống thế giới khác rồi được chuyển lại thế giới này any other questions yes Somewhat. Somewhat. Uh, it's a more complicated, and and uh, I'm not sure I, that I tell you the truth. To tell you the truth, I'm not sure I have the full picture of what it is. Okay. The question is that, uh, I forgot to translate the question for you. The question is that if you take an ahat is, uh, has, uh, has, uh, uh, has, uh, uh, an endless life, limitless life, then, uh, meaning he never dies in this body. Does that mean his body becomes indestructible? I said yes. In, a, in, in, from some aspects. Okay. Uh, And uh, I must confess that I'm, I'm not sure I understand it totally, fully, okay? So, so don't take my answer for, uh, as, as absolute, okay? I will tell you what I know, okay? Or what I understand. But doesn't mean I, I can, you know, I don't know the entire picture, okay? Câu hỏi là, là, nếu như mà sống người A-la-hán, tứ của A-la-hán mà sống mà vô tận như vậy, thì có nghĩa, có nghĩa là cái thân mình, cái thân, cái thân này thành cái thân kim cang bất tội là sao? Thì nói về cái phương diện đó có thể gọi là cái thân kim cang bất tội. Nhưng đều, uh, thầy cũng, thiệt ra thầy cũng hiểu, hoàn toàn hiểu rõ. Thầy, thầy cố gắng giảng thì vì cái gì thầy hiểu thôi. Okay. What does it mean that have an endless life? One aspect of endless life. Okay. Một cái phương diện về cái cuộc sống vô tận là như vậy. It's like this. Okay. Right now, ordinary people, okay, they have no control over how long they can live. Okay, meaning that, let's say, the average lifespan for uh, uh, Americans in this country, I think, is around 80, 87 for late for female. And 84, 82 for male. Is it too high? I have no idea what it is. Well, let's hope it's that, that good, okay? I'm hoping. Yeah. Put it that way. Okay? So there, there's limitation, okay? There's a limit. This is when, when, when your time comes, uh, the death emissaries will come and bring you to, uh, and, and take, and, and bring, and haul you away. Uh, in handcuffs. Make sure you don't run away. You can't run away with these folks when they come. Trust me. 
matter who you are. And, and so the art is, is, life is endless because these death emissaries do not dare come near the Aha. They cannot find the Aha, by the way. They can't find it. The Aha becomes invisible to them. <laughs> so the death emissary said, hmm, our record says, um, text Beaumont, uh, aka Mr. Singer. You know, um, it's time for him to die. He uh, has been 154 years now. How come he's not here yet? So let's find someone to go, find someone to go look for him. And so they send two death emissaries. They come in pairs, by the way. They send these people out and say, the last known address, according to the FBI files, is England. They don't know about the Van Nuys thing yet. Okay? So the same people in England, and then they, and they, they investigate, and they, England, yeah, the ex-wife, they found his ex-wife who says, <laughs> you idiots, he's in Van Nuys, I just talked to him. She might do that, won't she? She might, yeah. She might, okay. So they flew to Van Nuys. Some women are known to do that, ex-wives are known to do that. Why you shake your head? Grow up. Not funny, huh? <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> so they go to Van Nuys. And, and then, and then when they go to Van Nuys, what happened? They cannot see him. They can't find him. Okay? Can't find him. That's one way. Another way is that, is that one day text, uh, I'm telling you a lot of scenarios. This is so many permutations. That's why I don't know them all. Okay? One another, another possibility is that, they found him. That one day, Tex has one drink too many. He says, <clears throat> and he forgot about his invisibility potion. He forgot to put it on when these guys come. I'm kidding. And so, so they handcuff him. Bring him in front of the judge who decides when we die. Okay? There's such a thing. In Buddhism, we explained it to you. He's called King Yama. He's a judge of death and birth, meaning he decides each of us, like, in how long she lives this life. He decides that, no one else. Or he can extend it, just like any other judge. Okay. Now you know another Buddhist technology. Okay. You bribe the judge, you may have a chance okay, for a longer life. So that's my, that's my technology for long life. Instead of working hard like the Taoists do, I save money to bribe the judge. I think it's more effective. It's easier. Something I understand. Okay. Never mind. Don't let me digress for too long. I tend to digress. You notice that. So anyway, brings him in front of the judge called King Yama. King Yama says, Your Highness, what have you guys done? Free him. Let him go. And he bows to the fourth stage of he says, you are no longer under my jurisdiction. You can live as long as you want. That's a fact. Okay. Có nhiều cái, có nhiều cái trường hợp lắm. À, gia hàng như thành bởi thầy, thầy biết hết tất cả những cái trường hợp. Trường thứ nhất là cái người sứ giả mà của tử thần đó, họ gửi tới hai, một cặp, họ gửi tới. Biết tại sao một cặp không? Một đứa bên tay phải, đứa bên tay trái, nó kẹp, nó nắp mình. Mình chạy không được nữa. Xong nó còng tay mình nữa. Không cách nào mình chạy không được hết. 
Ok Cái này thầy thêm tí à, Cái miệng thầy thêm tí Thầy để ý không à, Nhiều khi thầy thêm tí Việt Nam cho nó mắm muối cho nó ăn nó, nó mặn mà hơn tí This is the fourth stage our life we're talking about. Yeah, fourth stage our life. Not a first or second. The third, first two thirds still are subject to birth and death. Right. Only the fourth is free from. Okay. So, thành tới cái tứ quả mới mới thoát được tử thần. Tới cái tới cái tứ quả rồi thì cái người sứ giả tử thần đó không thể nào tìm thấy người a la hán được. Tới là người 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 a la hán tàn hình họ thấy cũng được họ kiếm ra. Thành cách nào bắt còng tay ông này được. Cái trường hợp thứ nhì là có thể như khi cái ông thức của là hán bữa đó ngu gật thành 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 sứ giả tự thần nó tới mà mình 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 tàn hình cũng kịp thành nó bắt nó còn tay là dẫn tới trước trước kinh kinh uh, vua vua diêm vương thì diêm vương lập tức chạy xuống nói là tụi bay đừng có lộn xộn đừng có hỗn vì tức quả là hán này cái ngày ở là hán này á là không còn dưới cái sự cái sự dưới cái sự cai quản của tôi nữa ngài đã thoát sanh tử ngài muốn sống bao nhiêu sống muốn chết lúc nào cũng được ok That is what is meant by that. It turns out, by the way, according to Buddhist technology, King Yama, Buddhist wisdom, King Yama is the person who decides how long we live. As long as uh, he does not dare touch the four-stage arhat, he can live as long as he wants. Okay? Because King Yama says, this is why you die, and you take on the next body. He decides that. Okay? No one else. So the fourth stage Ahad no longer is subject to his decision. That's why he can live forever if he wants to. Does it make sense? Okay. Ngài Diêm Vương là cái vị căn tòa mà quyết định chúng ta sống bao lâu. Là một khi mà quý vị mà không còn dưới cái sự uh, cái sự lãnh vực cái quyền hành của ngài Diêm Vương nữa, thì cái vị sống bao lâu cũng được. Đó là cái cảnh giới người tước quả là hả? sơ quả cho tới tam quả vẫn chưa thoát được cái 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 quyền hành của của Diêm Vương. Any questions about that? Yes. So um, can you can you also decide when you want to die? Yes. The Ahad says, "I die." He dies. Actually, you meditate. There's a technology. There's a technique where you can die at will as well. You say that. Uh, I fell out of love. Life is not worth living anymore. Since I have meditation skills, since my my love left me. So in in can relate to that. I don't know why she's laughing so much. <laughs> and Kim Dean too. I can say that Kim Dean is have a hard time controlling herself as well. Okay, so you decide, you say life is not worth living anymore, and you have a technique where you actually don't need to kill yourself. Physically, you actually can, can die. Okay, so that's why the meditators, the Chan, the Chan patriarch, they can die at will. Okay, because they, for example, uh, they sit down and say, okay, I'm leaving in five minutes. Okay, last chance for your last questions. <laughs> you got five minutes. And so, you know, so, so, and then five minutes is up, they die. And they, they can use this technique when they die, for example. Or, uh, some, some, some of them are more like a, like a show off. They would say, everyone is, uh, showing off by sitting down and dying and, and leaving like that. So they said, I'm gonna die while standing up. So they stand up and say, okay, you have 
six minutes, I'm more generous than my predecessor. So they die. Or some other, even a bigger show off. They, they say, what's the big deal about standing and, 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 and lying? It's too simple. So they say, I'm going to die hanging from a tree. So they hop on a tree and they say, goodbye everyone. And they die. Physically, in my name, if you practice your meditation, your chan practices every Saturday, one day, I might teach you that technique. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> just like everything else, right? I mean, it's, it's just have the, you, you, if, uh, if, uh, if the arhats, uh, if arhats can die at will, then certainly the Buddhists must have some knowledge on how to do it, because they become arhats through Buddhist technology, right? See, I'm very logical. Yes? Yeah, it's a big difference. The diff, the difference, uh, let me, let me, uh, uh, put it this way for you, uh, uh, the difference is, uh, in the amount of pain you experience. Okay? Let, let me translate into Vietnamese. This is section is important about death. Yeah. <laughs> Bên cái, cái, cái người Việt giáo, Phật giáo, người A-la-hán có cái, có cái phương pháp gọi là chết. Ngài muốn chết lúc nào thì chết. Có cái phương pháp khi quý vị thiền tới trình độ nào đó rồi, quý vị biết cách chết. À, muốn chết là chết ngay này. Là chết được. Có phương pháp. Thì mấy tổ sư đời xưa đó, họ nói là à, ngồi xuống à, tắm, à, đắp áo, à, mặc áo mới vào, áo sạch sẽ vào. Nói à, 5 phút người thầy sẽ ra đi. Hoặc có người à, 5, 5 phút sau họ chết hoặc là họ dùng áp dụng kỹ thuật đó hoặc có người nói là ngồi có bao nhiêu tổ sư đều ngồi chết xòn quá thôi nhưng mà đứng mình chết họ đứng mà chết cũng được hoặc có người khác còn 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 làm làm lè hơn nữa họ 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 treo lên cây á họ leo lên cây nói ta đu lên gần cây xong ta chết họ cũng chết đụng lương nữa thành có cái kỹ thuật để mới chết cái thiền đó. tại sao như vậy cái gì không cần phải đa nghi tại vì nếu như phật giáo có cái có cái kỹ thuật để mà thành a la hán thì cái kỹ thuật chết mới sống là đâu có đâu, đâu có gì mà đâu có gì đặc biệt đâu Ok, à, câu câu hỏi khác là, là cái sự khác biệt giữa từ tử với là với là tự động chết nó nó khác nhau như nào? Thì thầy trả lời rằng á, khác nhau ở cái trình độ đau đớn. Khi mình tự tử nó đau lắm. Trước khi mình chết mình đau. Còn cái người đó mà a la hán khi mà người, người khi người mà có kỹ thuật chết đó người ta không có đau đớn gì hết. Từ tử như nó dễ hơn nhiều, nó sung sướng hơn nhiều. I just gave the uh, Vietnamese answer, but my only Vietnamese person here is not impressed. Normally, you know, in a, such a revelation or such a secret, you'd have people applauding and say, wow, this is such a beautiful Buddhist technology. And they applaud, I stand up and then take a bow and say, yes. <laughs> but the Vietnamese, they... It's boring. So it's up to you now, the rest of you, okay? The difference between suicide and uh, the, the, that, that way to, to end your own life 
is the lack of pain. Because when you kill yourself before you die, it's a pain. It's a pain. You experience pain, don't you? Whether you take those sleeping pills, yeah, uh, it's very painful. Uh, or you slit your throat, or you shoot yourself, yeah. or you drink yourself to death, it's still pain, yeah. right? But, what's so funny about it? That doesn't sound very good. Well, but the, I would I would have said that the big difference is that suicides, people that commit suicide, kill themselves out of confusion, out of confusion and misery. Mm-hmm. That's a totally different thing than an arhat deciding it's time for him to do something else mm-hmm. to get rid of the body that he has. That's the loftier side of it. I'm, I'm more concerned about pain right now. Oh well. Yeah. Who cares about that? <laughs> Who cares about that? You're too lofty for me. I'm, 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 I'm being realistic. Yeah. I mean, there must be something that's, you know, to me, uh, makes more sense to have another option for death that is painless. Okay. I'm kidding. So, so there, the, the suicide usually has a, has a pain. You experience pain before you you die. Whereas the other option is the absence of pain, is a total control. Okay. So, but your point is well taken. Absolutely, yes. The suicide, actually, the suicide when you kill yourself. By the way, those you are considering doing it, I don't advise you to. Okay. If you decide to kill yourself, you know what happens? Okay. Another Buddhist secret I'm going to share with you. I'm such a good mood today. I'm sharing so many Buddhist secrets. If you kill yourself like that, for example, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge, okay? You know that there are a lot of people jump off the bridge to kill themselves, okay? Or you ask the Vietnamese, uh, uh, when I was growing up, growing up in Vietnam, you know, people have have been known to kill themselves because, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're, uh, they're lost their loves. It's one reason. Actually, it happened a lot in Vietnam when I was growing up. Yeah. Or, or, uh, they, they have no money and they, they, they have, don't feel like living anymore. They would step in front of on the bus and get smashed. It's very, very ugly. Can you imagine trying to clean up the, the, the road? Oh, I'm being gross. Oh, well, they're not impressed. But here's what I'm trying to tell you. When you kill yourself like that, okay, what happens is that in the overwhelming majority of the cases, these people turn into a state called ghost, and they haunt that area. Yes, what you heard, the rumors are true. Meaning that the, some places are haunted. You know, uh, for example, cemeteries. There are a lot of ghosts in the cemeteries. Or uh, the Asians, you ask the Taiwanese. You know, the people who drive on the freeway and they die on the freeway. And then the family or the stranger stop by and erect some kind of small memorial for them. That's where they hang out. That's their home now. They become ghosts. And they haunt those places. 
Did you know that in? That's the Chinese technology. That's how they provide housing for the ghosts. That's an act of mercy, if you ask them. Really? They become attached to it, and that becomes a house. Isn't that interesting? So, please, for you who are born in this country, who come from the Western technology, keep an open mind. The world has, has some, is so much more than, than as you know it. Okay? Uh, this is why, this is why when we explain, uh, Dharma, we explain, uh, the Buddha Dharma to you, we try to help you understand more and more and more, expose you to more things. The world is so much broader than you, you think, than the scientists realize. Okay? So you, you have to learn, part of, of Buddhism is to promote keeping open mind. Because, uh, the world is a lot richer than you think. It's a lot, it's a lot more multidimensional than you think. Okay? So, I re- reiterate, when people kill themselves like that, they, they're, they're through suicide, they tend to be a ghost. And they haunt that area. What for? Because what they do, for example, you know, this is what related to me by, by my, my teacher, the late, uh, Venerable Shenhua, of the, who founded this city of 10,000 Buddhas. Let me translate into Vietnamese before I forget. It's a long story. Cái chuyện mà thầy muốn kể cho nhắc cái gì quan trọng là Chúc mừng cái chuyện gì khi nghe nó hơi hoang đường một tí Đều cũng hoang đường những cái tưởng, cái tưởng đâu Nghe cái thế giới này nó rồng lắm Nó có nhiều cái khía cạnh mà mình chưa biết được Cái vị biết sự khác biệt của cái cái, cái tự tử Với cái, 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 cái người tự tử đó thường thường nó thành quỷ Cái cần thành quỷ nó bị kẹt vào cái chỗ nó đang chết cái chỗ nó tự tử đó nó thành con quỷ và nó ám ảnh cái chỗ đó cả như bên bên người Đài Loan người Việt, Việt Nam mình đó cái vị lái trên mấy cái đường công nổ đó có mấy cái miếu đầy miếu ấy và mấy người bị xe tới chết tai nạn xe cổ đó đấy cái miếu đó là cái nhà của mấy con quỷ đó là người bị chết tai nạn đó thành con quỷ và họ sống ở đó luôn đó họ, họ ám ảnh mấy cái chỗ đó, ở cái chỗ đó họ rình để làm cái gì à tại vì phải trở lại tiếng Anh để cái vị suy nghĩ họ làm cái gì now going back to the English, uh, uh, listeners. What for? What are they doing? Here's what happens. This is, uh, I, I will, I, I, I will tell you a, a Buddhist story that, uh, uh, there was a doctor, uh, a doctor who took a swim. Okay? And he's a very good swimmer his entire life. He loved to swim. And one day he went to that river and he swam. And he, he found out that he almost drowned because he couldn't swim. He froze and like someone was, was pressing him down. So he, he yelled, he pushed up, he, he swam up and then he said, help, help, help. And so his sons came and they swam out and dragged him to the shore. Okay? And then he's Buddhist, of course. That's why I wouldn't, I wouldn't know about this unless he's Buddhist, right? Ok, let me translate the Vietnamese. Có cái câu chuyện, có ông bác sĩ kia đang, đang, đang sông, à, à, đang, đang tắm sông, ông này ông bơi rất là giỏi. Mà ông, ông tắm sông bỗng nhiên chân tay nó cứng lại, bơi không được nữa, giống như có người đứng đè xuống như vậy. Cái ông ngột, ngột thở quá, ông thở không được, ông vội lên, ông la hét, ông nói, à, cứu, cứu bơi, cứu bơi. Khi mấy người con trai bơi ra, kéo vào sông. Ok, thì cái người này là người Phật tử, thì bởi thầy mới biết cái chuyện này, đúng không? Thì, Phật tử nào cũng nói là, à, 
À, mới tới hỏi với ông thầy. So he went to his Buddhist teacher, a monk, a very good monk, if you ask me. And he says, this is what happened to me. And this happened to be an Ahad. See, today's theme. So I tie all these stories, anecdotes to the theme of Ahadship. Thì, thì hôm tới gặp người thầy, một vị sư đó, vị sư là tứ của A-la-hát. Người thư này, nói cái, nhìn, biết cái quá khứ. So he says, what happened is that a ghost who haunted that water right there was trying to kill you, was trying to drown you. Okay? Xem so, ông A-la-hán mới kể, ông nói là, à, ông mở mắt ra thiên nhãn nhìn nó à cái chỗ đó là có con quỷ con quỷ đó nó nó tính dìm dìm cái ông chết chết đuối sư mến sẽ I don't know the ghost why would he want to kill me yeah. thì ông ông bác sĩ mới nói là làm sao mà làm sao mà làm sao mà con đâu có quen con quỷ sao con quỷ nó đòi giết con you know what the ahad says nó đó he it's a she nó là không phải là không phải là cái con quỷ đực mà con quỷ cái Kim control yourself. <laughs> she aggressed already. It's his ex-wife. <laughs> It's true. This is a true story in the Buddhist annals. À, đó là vợ cũ của ông. Cô Kim Điền, cô cười khúc khích, khúc khích. Vậy ghé. Đó, người ta chưa kể chuyện là biết cái câu chuyện. Nữa. So, it's his ex-wife. Is he now? Look at him. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Once I go beyond the four states, ah, ship, Thomas goes back to his old self and says, oh, everything is boring now. <laughs> so mercenary. <laughs> so what happened, the Ahats then explained to him and says, this is your ex-wife from a long, long time ago. He says, a long, long time ago. Oh, text misses out on the XY story. Tough luck. You have to listen to the MP3 file now. It says, a long, long time ago, many, many lifetimes ago. Only the Ahas will know these stories because the Ahas can know the prior lives. Okay? He knows, he has a spiritual penetration. He has a lot of special knowledge. He sees the past. So he says, in a long, long time ago, you and a woman was very much in love. Okay? And your wife died, uh, died uh, while swimming in that river. Okay? Uh, okay, nó là kiếp trước lâu rồi. Ông với một bà vợ, ông thương yêu nhau như vậy. Thương yêu, rất là thương yêu nhau. Rồi vợ ông lúc đó ra tắm sông, bị chết đuối. Ngay cái chỗ đó, cái sông đó, kiếp trước đó. Cách đây lâu rồi đó, là chết đuối cái sông đó. Rồi bây giờ bà thành con quỷ, bà ở cái sông đó, bà kẹt chỗ đó. So what happened is she became a ghost at that place. Okay? And she's still in love with you. Thành bà này vẫn còn thương ông. Remember? You were madly in love with each other. Do you think a love story anything special? It ain't seen nothing yet. So, She's still deeply in love with you. And now, now after all reincarnation, she found you again in the river, so she tried to kill you. What for? Thầy nói, nói là, cái, cái bà đó bà thương, trước bà thương ông dễ sợ, bà chết, bà vẫn nhớ ông. Thành ra, 
thành ra bây giờ ông đã thành sau bao nhiêu gặp nhau lại thì ông làm bác sĩ ông tới ông tắm thì bà nhớ lại ông bà đợi ông she's been waiting for you in that spot for so many lifetimes already for so long already now she found you so she wants you now to be with her thành bao nhiêu lâu năm mà đợi ông ở cái chỗ đó rồi làm cũng quỷ đợi ông cái sông đó rồi because what happens to these ghosts they localize they can go not go very far They cannot, they cannot travel like us. We hop on uh, US Airways and fly to London to watch the Olympics. By the way, it's the last chance you have, uh, folks. Okay. So, so you, you cannot travel far. It's not like us, okay? Ghosts are localized. They can go for, they can have a range, you know, like a limited range. They cannot go very far. So this ghost has been hanging around, looking, looking, and he, she finally found you, and that's why she want to kill you. Okay. Thành cái ông quỷ đó, nó bị kẹt, nó không thể đi xa được Không phải như quý vị có thể leo lên máy bay đi qua bên Rung Đôn để mà coi Thế Vận Hội đâu à, Không có đâu Thành ra, thành ra bây giờ nó, cái bà không bà quỷ đó, vợ cũ của ông đó Gặp ông được lại, thành muốn giết ông, nếu ông chết đuối So she wants to kill you so that you become a ghost like her So that you continue your love story Mình là beautiful, hả Kim đi Yeah, she agrees. Thành ra bà bà quỷ đó bà muốn giết ông để ông thành con quỷ. Hai người thương tiếp tục tiếng yêu nhau làm quỷ thương yêu nhau. That's a true story. That's a true Buddhist story. Yeah. Any any is anyone there asking any more questions about ghosts? Yes. What happens is that these ghosts also have a lifespan. The only difference is that the ghost lifespan is so much longer than ours. They can live like for hundreds of billions of years. And in this very sad state, uh, they suffer, they're hungry, they're thirsty. And, and the nature of their existence is that they have to be that way to endure this suffering. Of, of the offense that they created in the past. Okay? So, uh, so, but after they, they go through the retribution process, Buddhism is called retribution. Uh, uh, so, after they endure all this suffering and they go through their lifetime, because the ghosts live for very, very long, and eventually they go to come to an end, just like us. Uh, and at the end of their lives, They go through and see King Yama again, and King Yama tells them to go somewhere else, get a different body, that's all. So it's called reincarnation of Buddhism. Okay? And câu hỏi là cái ông quỷ đó, nó sống bao lâu? Thì thầy nói là sống lâu vậy sợ, sống lâu mình nhiều. Tại sao như vậy nó sống lâu mà cực khổ nghèo, đói, khát, okay? Để làm gì? Để chịu cái quả khổ. Rồi nhưng đều sống lâu có thể triệu năm, tỷ năm, và nhưng đều sống khi mà hết cái quãng đời đó rồi thì họ trở về vào gặp lại diêm vương rồi sẽ luân hồi lại ok à, sẽ đổi cái thân khác any other questions ok so come back to the point before i forget yeah no he doesn't he goes to seven more third stage The third stage Ahat, he dies. He goes up to the heaven, the, 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 the form heaven. 
And then he stays there in that heaven, and at the end, at the end of his life, he'll become an Ahad, the fourth stage Ahad, up there. So he doesn't come back anymore. The fourth stage Ahad, when he dies, uh, he um, he um, he has many choices. One choice is that he can enter Nirvana himself. Okay, enter Nirvana with residues. In that case, then he's uh, suspended forever. He will never get out of it. Okay, uh, it's a rather dangerous, very precarious position if you're not careful. Okay, and the other option is he can go back to the reincarnation wheel. Okay, or he can say, "I want to go back to human realm because now I want to save my wife." So then he comes and becomes her son. Okay, because there's a difference in birth and death. So they, some of the ahas, they choose to come back to our realm so that they can rescue their loved ones. Okay, or they can go. And another option is that they can go. They said to the pure land. And they said, I don't want to go back to the the reincarnation wheel. Too much suffering. Too dangerous for me. Even as a fourth stage ahat, I'm not free from suffering yet. So I'm going to the pure land. Now, pure land is another world which is free from suffering. Our world is a world of suffering. We suffer hunger, we suffer thirst. In the pure land, which is ours is called impure land. In Buddhism, it's called impure land. It's our world. Our world right now is called impure land because we suffer. Okay? There's a different world called pure land, which the Asian Buddhists know about, Eucopatians don't know about. The Asian culture has this belief that they die, they get obtained rebirth to something called a pure land. And when you go there, you're very happy. You no, no longer have to suffer ever until you become a Buddha. That is why before, to the Asians, like in, now in knows about, he's beginning to be more enamored with the pure land technology. Once you, you go to the pure land, okay, you will never suffer again until and you cultivate until you become a Buddha in one lifetime. You no longer have no one, you have no more uncertainty for you. So this is Buddhist belief. Okay? That's why, uh, don't laugh. Uh, don't, 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 don't take it lightly. Because the Asian know something the Caucasians don't know yet. Meaning that the Pure Land is the destination of choice when you die, let me tell you. Okay? I assure you. Before you come today, and I, I, for you newcomers today, I welcome you and I appreciate you coming. I want you to take away from here is all the levity, all the fun, okay? Because Buddhism to me is supposed to be fun in digestible forms, okay? I don't like it when, when I don't like to lecture in stuffy terms where I say, oh, Buddhism is about suffering, it's about nirvana, it's about liberation, you know? To me, it's um, it's nice, it's lofty and all those things, but Buddhism to me is practical. Buddhism is something that is meant for us to use in our daily lives. So that's why I, when I explain Buddhism, even though in a Vajra Sutra like this, which is very, very formal, very, very advanced concept, I tend to use very simple terms to make sure you understand it and you get something out of it. You can apply in your lives. You utilize the knowledge. Instead of knowing about something, you know, called emptiness. 
something called about enlightenment or 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 all these lofty terms and uh, you don't know what they mean and uh, you just walk away just as confused as you walk in here and say, wow, this guy knows so much about Buddhism, I don't understand anything. That's uh, two hours very well spent. Uh, at least now you go home and you can tell him, today I, you wouldn't believe what I heard today. Ghosts! And love. Okay? And that's Mahayana to me. So, what was the question again? <laughs> that's how, that's how important my Mahayana knowledge is. Uh, where was I? Kindi, you taking note? Huh? Thomas, were you awake? No one's awake. Everyone is distracted. Oh, today, what I hope that you, the new, the visitors to our temple would take away from is a something, a concept called Pure Land. Pure Land is that, uh, if you have more chances to investigate Buddhism and, and, uh, and, uh, uh understand this, uh, this, um, this, uh, the nature of the biggest challenge in our lives is really death. You think about it, because no one that you know of, has a way to conquer death yet. Do you? Is that right? No one, everyone you know of, whether it's scientists or the Pope or anyone else, okay, no one has been able to tell you that I can conquer death. What I, will, I want you to take away is that something concept called aha, which is a certain level of attainment in Buddhism, in Buddhist practice, he conquers death in much higher levels as well. Okay, that's the first thing I want you to take away from. The second thing more important, I hope you take away from this, is something called Pure Land Buddhism, where, you know, the better way to deal with that big challenge of our lives called death, that's, that is the most scary thing you ask me. You said, I don't care what you can do this and this life of yours, but the one thing you cannot avoid is death. There's one thing you cannot conquer. You can conquer your hunger. You can conquer your poverty. You can conquer your lack of love. But you cannot conquer that. Okay? The human technology does not, is not capable of doing that. The Buddhism, the Buddhist belief, there's a way to conquer that death by uh, going, obtaining the next sins we cannot, cannot, prevail over our dying process, that's make sure that when we die, we roll to a happy place called the Pure Land. That's the Asian wisdom, folks. Don't take it lightly. That's what a, the Asian culture has to offer to the world. That if you believe that, and that there is some, some ways for you if you do more research down the road, when you get more time, you have more, more circumstances that are more appropriate for that for you. There's something called Pure Land Buddhism will uh, help you assure rebirth to the Pure Land where you conquer death. Yes? Yeah, it's similarly, if, 
I'm thank you for asking the question because it's related to the question earlier about how long does a ghost live? Okay? If you are not beyond death yet, all of your existences have a lim- have a limit. Remember the immortals is not beyond death yet? The immortal is long life, but it's not beyond death. It's not without birth. Like the aha. Therefore, they still have a limited lifespan. Same thing in the heavens as the Catholics promote. They still have limited lifespan because they are not beyond death yet. Okay? Uh, 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 I don't mean to offend you, but that's what the, I learned from Buddhism. And you don't have to agree with me. I only share with you what I know. Okay? What I was taught. The heavens still has a longer lifespan, much happier in our existence, but it still has an end. Okay? That's the nature of the life in the heavens. That's why the Buddhist says, don't go to the heavens. Go to the pure land upon death. It's much, you're much better off. Much, much better off. Okay? Alright? So, uh, so that's, that's, uh, that's the difference. Thank you for asking the question. Okay, let me translate in the Vietnamese uh, the, the end of it and I will allow you to ask one more question, a final question before we close. Uh,ที่ที่อย่างที่เคยเจอเมื่อกี้เคยเจอเมื่อกี้เคยเจอเมื่อกี้เคยเจอเมื่อกี้เคยเจอเมื่อกี้เคยเจอเมื่อกี้
noticed that you, you, your concentration is not very good today. So that's why I asked you whether you, how you're feeling. If it's not a lack of sleep, I don't understand. Uh, okay. I mean, there, I was, I mean, cause I was thinking about that. I was kind of curious, wondering, you know, if I did something wrong at the retreat there. But there could have been after the retreat because I, first of all, I talked to a couple of people either towards the end or like at the very end. I talked to, uh, Venerable Hung Shun for a couple hours. Yeah. And then I talked, then I stopped in San Francisco and talked to my friend Ben for a couple hours. Yeah. And he's obviously coming from a much more scattered place. Yeah. So is it possible I just lost a lot of steam there? I don't know. Okay. Um, but, uh. And the other thing is then I spoke in front of the assembly and the topic was maybe a little bit, I mean, cause I, in talking about my experience, I just, you know, mentioned it's hard to avoid the basics that, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm planning to leave home and obviously mm-hmm. down here with you. And so that, even though I, I tried to mm-hmm. present that in a kind of casual way, but, that's already kind of throwing a wrench into their system. Like, why? It's sort of strange that they even ask me to speak when they know that about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know if, if that, just giving that presentation for a few minutes could also have been part of it. Or if I shouldn't even worry about it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's just, you know, it's just uh, something I noticed. Something I noticed that, that, uh, that, uh, you, you came back good in the sense that you, the environment is good. So you came back good. But, uh, uh, yesterday we practiced chant, so we're building our concentration power, and uh, so that's why I noticed. I noticed that that you're um, you're not as sharp as when you left. So you came back. I I remember the last image I have of you, and then the first image I saw of you this morning. I said, "Whoa, there's a difference." That's all. That's what I noticed, and that all I, I, I do is I, I show, I tell you that, you know, I made the observation, and that's all I got. I don't know anything more than that. Okay, and maybe someday we understand why. It's just that sometimes you just have to be happy with that's a, that additional piece of information, and, you know, whatever comes out of it, let it be. Don't worry about it. Don't attach it either way. That's the spirit of Vashra Sutra. You know it, you drop it. It's not a big deal. Okay? Or if I don't even know why, I, st- I drop it even quicker. <laughs> it's less embarrassing. <laughs> okay? Any other questions? I don't know everything. I just you know, share you whatever I know. That's all I have. Okay? All right. Thank you for coming. Have a pleasant day at the beach. Everyone. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, by the way, we also have this Buddhist practice of uh, transference, meaning that we give away all the goodness we generated through this, your being here, your participation, to everyone hoping they'll pay rebirth to the pyramid. It's a kind of Buddhist idiosyncrasy, you will. It's kind of act of kindness. Okay? So that's what we propose. Give away. Don't keep anything for yourself. Share the goodness with the world.
Sisters and virtues adorn the Buddha's pure land. Repay the four kinds of kindness above. In a three pass below. May those who see and hear all bring forth the body mind. And when this retribution body is done, be all born a land of utmost bliss. Thank you.